Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Nine, uh, 1008 WTIC News Talk. 1080 Wilmerati Show. Wilmerati, your host, Matt Sorice, our master of ceremonies. Thank goodness for the technical knowledge of, of Matt and Joey. I, I think we're back online with our phone system. We'll see in a moment. We have a guest uh, coming in. Uh, we'll take calls for us today after the guest uh, interview that we'll have. 800 800-966-9842. 860-522-9842. Uh, hope we have time. First time callers Friday. So that means if you've ever wanted to call the show before, you maybe wanted to a little hesitant. I understand big audience live. I get it. Uh, but this is your day. You call in you tell Matt your first time caller. He indicates that on my giant call, uh, computer screen. And then, uh, I, your host gives you loving and gentle treatment throughout the call. No pushback, no arguing. Anything you'd like to talk about at all. It'd be fine here on the Wilmarotti show. Joining us now. I'm very excited. Candidate for United States Senate up against, of course, one of our favorite people, <laughs> Richard Blumenthal, uh, the voice of clarity. Hopefully we bring that clarity to Washington. Themis Claritis. Themis, welcome to the show. I'm good. How's the I'm campaign busy. going? Excited. It's busy. It's exciting. Yeah. It's great talking to so many people who are so supportive and, and want that change that you just talked about because... Listen, Washington is is one big bastion of dysfunction, and Dick Blumenthal's a poster boy for it. So early in the campaign, obviously, but what's your impression of the response you're getting from people who you want to vote for you? Well, I've you know I've been very fortunate to be getting very good responses. There, I mean, the excitement was really a lot more than I thought it would be. Mm, Rudy was right. Um, not Rudy was right. How about that? <laughs> Who knew? Right. Who knew? Uh, um, we, we knew Rudy was smart, but yeah, um, you know. But seriously, I mean, all going around the state to different Republican town committees, and then just meeting people on the street, you know, that are Republican, Democrat, unaffiliated. I mean, it seems that that it's very there is a very serious feeling mm-hmm. that Dick Blumenthal has had his time, and it's time to go. Um, you know, sadly, we all know about this dysfunction in Washington, mm-hmm. and we know that this, you know, that the left-wing radicals have kind of taken over the ship because 
the people that are more reasonable have allowed them to on the Democrat side. And we need to bring more common sense, yes. straightforward thinking yes. to Washington. And, and you're just the candidate to do it. You know, the think voice of, of clarity. The, it is truly the voice of clarity. I think I might have dubbed that line. I don't know. I, I'll take you, credit for you it. Totally did. Oh, good. You it's totally mine. Did. So you know how how exciting will it be for residents of Connecticut to know there's not a Democrat total wipeout stranglehold on our on our Senate caucus and and hopefully on our congressional. I'm, I'm, I'm praying for George Logan in the fifth district. How great would it be to have a, a Logan win in the fifth and a Themis Claritas win uh, against Blumenthal? And we actually have representation in Washington right now. I mean, how good did that be? Wow. Good is not the word. I how would great. Use, I mean, right. just, how exciting would that be? Yeah. There's about oh. 10 different adjectives, but you know, I know, right? Because when we go back to it, it's all, it's really all about fairness Mm-hmm. and balance in, yes. in Washington. And we haven't had that in Connecticut in many, many years. Mm-hmm. We know that one-party rule on the state level has really hurt Connecticut mm. uh, on, on so many weight levels. And then nationally, I mean, you, one could argue it's even hurt us more. Sure. Uh, but at least, at least just as much. I mean, you do not have a balanced approach to anything. You do not have uh, two sides. I mean, we both know that when two sides have their opinions heard, it is a better and clearer understanding of what's going on. Absolutely. And you get, a be- you get a better result. I mean, I hear you with your callers every day. I mean, callers come in and they'll tell you one thing and they may change your mind, they may not. Yeah. But everybody's idea is being out on the table. Right. Talk it's about it. The best, way to, the best way to go. Right now, we have only Democrat ideas. And sadly, it's not, we can't even say Democrat anymore. I mean, it's no, left wing, no. radical, woke ideas yeah, that, yeah. you know, your bath, your color, your skin, you know, you're, you're being judged. Little kids are being taught that they're bad people because of the color of their skin. Right, right. You know, they can't leave school without, you know, go to school without putting a mask on. I mean, we even have CIAC, the Connecticut, you know, sports organization mm-hmm. for high school athletes. Yeah. I mean, do you know that if you are, a track runner, a hockey player, I can't remember the third one, is you still have to wear a mask, but wrestlers, no masks. When they're slapped body on body with almost no clothes on and their faces are next to each other mm-hmm. and the referee's faces are next to them, oh, they no. have to wear a mask. I mean, there's no rhyme or reason to it. So what we heard from the beginning, science, 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 yeah. that's fine if you actually stuck to if science. You, if you follow the science. But that, that horse left the corral a long time ago, Themis. They and, can and, choose what they think is appropriate and the fact that the governor's executive orders have continued <sighs> and the fact that you know president biden is just been again disappointment is not the word right you know inflation is 7.5 percent i mean seriously people, highest in 40 years the middle class you weren't even born the last time inflation was that high Themis. Exactly, 40 years ago exactly Exactly. So let me ask you a couple a couple of pointed questions here because you're you're jumping into the deep end, and and the, and the issues are are many times larger and and more impactful in in some ways. So uh, let let's talk about first of all uh, on a good note. You got you recently got an endorsement from a, a pretty important group. Talk talk to us about the endorsement. The Connecticut State Police uh, reached out to me after I announced, and they said I, we would like to endorse you, and we would like to do it as quickly as possible. We um, I was very honored to get that endorsement. Wow, um, that's cool. Very honored to get that endorsement. I mean, yeah. it was. I mean, honestly. Well, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. And here's the thing: as you know, when we've done these police accountability bills and yeah. other things, 
this isn't about I support or you support or anybody supports police over people or people over police. This is about keeping people safe. Mm -hmm. And there are very reasonable discussions to be had that we had last year when we did the police accountability bill that I told you time and time again that we could have made some healthy changes and changes that were good for the public, for their safety. And nobody was interested in that. They wanted to pound their chest and walk out of the room. Um, and what has happened? Connecticut has become less safe. Mm-hmm. And, and the onslaught of crime has been ridiculous in this state. And nationally, it is the same way. Well, 12 so, cities across America, 12 cities across America, just all happened to be have Democrat mayors. 12 cities across America registered last year, 2020, the largest increase in murders in history, in history, ever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what's the what's the common denominator there? Democrat-led communities. Let's talk about let's talk about somebody that you you may have to encounter. I don't know. Maybe she won't. I don't know. Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. I read this the other day. Nancy Pelosi, when she entered first entered Congress, was had a net worth of approximately two million dollars. She now currently has a net worth of two hundred and thirty million dollars, uh, and a lot of folks in this article certainly said that, uh, you know, she, she's done well in the stock market. Now, all of a sudden, after she has resisted insider trading kind of laws for the uh, House and Senate for years, now all of a sudden she's on the bandwagon. Um, what, what's your view of whether or not representatives, senators should, I mean, obviously you get information, you hear stuff, you can't not hear stuff, but what's your opinion on whether or not that those things should be able to be acted on for the profit of the person making the trade. I certainly think it's problematic. And, and right now there are proposals going through Congress. And the one you're talking about is building on what a law that they already have called the stock act, which yeah. r- right now members of Congress have to disclose within a certain amount of time mm-hmm. You know, what stocks they have, what stocks they bought, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And and there was a story out recently that said 55 members of Congress have not complied with that. And if they've complied with it, they've done it late. And there's there's a very small fine of $200, which oftentimes is waived, I'm told. (laughs) I I just don't really know what to say about it. And so what this – there's several proposals out there, but the gist of them says that you cannot have – you cannot buy and sell stock when you are a member of Congress. Yeah. That's the gist of it. And to your point with Nancy Pelosi, she made a comment back in December when asked if she supported this concept. She yeah. said, We're a, we are a free market economy. They should be able to participate in that. Yeah. And then yeah. and then once she got her money, <laughs> for it, it clearly backfired, but it backfired. Oh. Um, and, and listen, we don't. We don't begrudge anybody for making money. Right? That's, no, you know, we we, we love free, we love profit. Sure. Yes. Right. I mean, we yep. work work hard, make money. Make money. Sure. You know, that's what this country is about. Yes. But the fact of the matter is, to your point, you can't unhear things mm-hmm. when you're in Congress, and you're a part of conversations about anyone in a number of things: national defense, mm-hmm. regulations, uh, tax uh, possibilities, all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And the perception is that that gives people in Congress, members of Congress, a an unfair advantage. Yeah. So generally speaking, they want to stop that. There are proposals that go a lot farther and proposals that, you know, do a lot less, but that's the general proposal, and I support that. Mm-hmm. One other thing, we're talking with Themis Claritas, who is a candidate for United States Senate. I like the ring to it. It's just got a good 
you know, <laughs> famous for, for Senate. I like bad. it. Um, you know, one of the things that Connecticut is concerned about, and, and I guess you have to say well done to people like Joe Courtney. Uh, you know, we still, we still have a lot of defense industry here in Connecticut. Uh, how do you balance, I guess, um, or do you balance, or is that the job? How do you balance your, uh, you know, your responsibility to the, the voters, the residents, the taxpayers of Connecticut, and, um, you know, companies that work here, live here, that, that make defense industry contribution? How do, uh, you know, how do those decisions get weighed, do you suppose? I don't know what you're asking me exactly. So there's a bill that comes up, and it's for making helicopters. Mm-hmm. And there's three companies that uh, make the helicopters, and obviously Sikorsky's here, uh, and Sikorsky's mm-hmm. one of the ones on the bid to make the helicopters. Uh, is it purely, I'm from Connecticut, I'm going to vote for that one? Or, I mean, you know, what did you have okay. to take other cons- – I mean, what if they're not the best price? You know, I mean, are there other considerations that you would have to look yeah. at other than the fact that you're a Connecticut senator? Of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. Being in the legislature and being the House Republican leader, I know that there are bills that come up that, I mean, you always put your district first. Sure. I mean, first and sure. foremost. Right. You certainly have to balance the needs of the state, but you're there to represent your district. Right. And it would be the same thing in Washington. Mm-hmm. You're there to represent the state of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. So you have to make the decision that's best for Connecticut. That's a balancing act oftentimes. And mm-hmm. What's the best for the business there? Um, how does it affect Connecticut? You know, is it the best price? You know, what are the what are the conditions involved in this? I mean, mm-hmm. there's it, these are big decisions. They're not usually black and white decisions yeah. because there's a concept, right? And that concept you may agree with, but then the, the way the bill is written, you have to make sure you're. It's like build back better, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get the idea, but all this bad stuff that was in it, you can't support that. Right. Right. Okay. Right. And so that that's, you know, that would be the answer. You're always there. I mean, as U.S. Senator, my job would be to represent the state of Connecticut. And I there there is oftentimes balancing when it comes to that. But it would be best for the state of Connecticut, the people for the state of the people of the state of Connecticut. Okay, so there's other people, I think, two at least that I know other two other people that are, are wanting to get the Republican nomination for Senate. Does that automatically mean there's going to be a primary or is there what's the process leading up to that for you? But we have our convention the first week of May mm-hmm. uh, this year, and so everybody that is in the race, just like any other race in Connecticut on the statewide level, will go to that convention, and they will get they will get their votes. And whoever gets the most votes gets the, nom- the Republican nomination. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get fifteen percent of the delegates that voted that convention or more, that allows you to go to a primary in August if you choose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I understand that system, and I don't, I don't necessarily fault it. But when when elections are so critical, like it's so critically important for you to beat Richard Blumenthal, I think it's so critically important for for Bob Stefanowski to beat Ned Lamont. When those kind of things happen, I I, I look at primaries and I go, oh gosh, I know it's part of the system, but man, you chew up so much time, energy, and quite frankly, mm-hmm. money. In a primary that could be all focused towards the general election, which is really the, the is really the prize, right? Well, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, you know, obviously anybody that runs for office believes they're the best candidate. I mm-hmm. certainly believe I am, mm-hmm. um, and I believe I have the best chance to beat Dick Blumenthal. And I, you know, I would oh, love gosh. people to, as Republicans for all offices, as you said, we should bind together with people uh, and focus on the prize. As Republicans, we oftentimes focus. We look at the primary as the prize. Yeah, yeah. 
right? Then we backslap each other yeah. after the primaries <laughs> and my candidate or your candidate won. And then there were, and then the Democrats are sitting there high-fiving each other mm-hmm. because we likely nominated the person who can't beat the yeah. Democrats. Yeah. Right. We have to remind got Republicans out there, yeah. Dick Blumenthal is the prize. He's yeah. the focus. He's right. the target. He's exactly. the person we have to focus on beating. We right. can't be beating each other up. We have to and spending money to do that. You know, I mean, we have... Inflation numbers came in stronger <laughs> yesterday, as you saw, yeah. 7.5%. Yeah. You know, over the past three months, the consumer price index has hit 8%. Yeah. You know, which means middle class and working class people in this country are paying 8% more. Sure. And which is, you know, effectively, it's an 8% tax on everything you're I was going to say, it's a hidden tax, and it's it a regressive a tax because tax. it goes across socioeconomic lines. doesn't matter if you're making 40000 20000 or you're making 150000 a year. You're still paying for those extra cost increase. Mm-hmm. It is, it's, you know, it is, it is the inflation tax, okay? And grocery prices are up 9.4% in the past three months. Mm-hmm. You know, um, also clothing is up 12.3%. You know, so if you're part of a hardworking middle class family, that inflation tax is hitting you hard. And yes. you don't let's not kid ourselves. Inflation is this number that we all see when we read the news, but it's a tax. Mm-hmm. Because it means you have less money in your pocket at the end of the day. Right. And that is because of this left wing radical agenda mm-hmm. that is running this country and President Biden that Senator Blumenthal is following almost a hundred percent of the time. And it doesn't seem to faze him. No. That that's happening with the inflation tax, with crime skyrocketing, with borders that are a mess and unsafe, most importantly. You know, we look you know, at that. And, the and, fe- and parents not having choice. We look at the teenage, the boy, the young boy that died in Hartford for, for the fentanyl, fentanyl overdose. Uh, we, we know where the fentanyl is coming from. And we can tell by testing it where it was made. We know what, the, what it looks like in testing. And a lot of the fentanyl is coming across is coming across that southern border. So, I mean, I, I look at the southern border as a national security issue, and apparently President Biden or most of the Democrat caucus doesn't see it that way. I think that needs to be solved quickly. It does. I mean, the last meaningful uh, drug bill we had done in Connecticut was my bill, and we increased the penalties for fentanyl in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. That's not happening on the federal level. No, you know, and those are things that are important to me because they're important to people here. People are getting killed. Children are dying. You know, this is about saving lives and saving this country. And that's not happening with Senator Blumenthal, who is voting in lockstep with President yeah, Biden. Yeah. If you want to know how Blumenthal is going to vote, just look at what Biden wants to do, right, or or, uh, or AOC. Uh, Themis, listen, we got to go. Thank you so much for time. We're, uh, we're excited about the campaign. Definitely uh, thrilled to see what's going on and, and can't wait to uh, can't wait for you to be sworn in in Washington. That's going to be fun. Thanks, Pastor Will, All right. always. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. All right, Matt. Let's uh, let's uh, hit a couple commercials, and then uh, we'll we'll see if we can open the phone lines up for the last half hour. Will Marty Show, WTIC News Talk, ten eighty. All right, welcome back, ten thirty eight. WTIC News Talk, ten eighty. Uh, let's go to the calls. I think we are are working. Let me let me just try it and see, Matt. Let me let me try. It. We're going to go to uh, uh, Kim. Uh, no, not working on my end, Matt. Hello, Kim. How about Tim? Let's go to let's go to Kim. Hey, Kim, can hey. you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Thank you so much for calling. How are you today? Good. How about you? Good. What's on your mind? Okay, a couple of things here. I'm gonna 
just get out. Uh, I don't know. I, I will talk about Themis too, but uh, we need to look at some of these people who run for office for the Uniparty, you know, Democrat and Republican. So it came out that the World Economic Forum has a, a, a program called the Young Globalist. The Young, <laughs> young Globalist program. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? The Young Globalist? No, 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 no. Young Globalist. Oh, decades ago, I don't know exactly when, but you can. You're people that need to start looking up the stuff themselves. So the World Gosh. Economic Forum has the young globalist <laughs> leaders. This, I think it's one version of the name yeah. they had. Well, you'd be surprised to see some names in there. You'd yeah. have the usual Alexander Soros, son of regular Yeah, of course. Soros. Of course. Okay. You'd have Zuckerberg in there. Yeah. Dan, Cran- Dan Cranshaw, the conservative, yeah. ex-military. With yeah. The, the eye patch. He's yes. There. Are you kidding me? And I, I have an antenna. The young so globalists? Yes, but here's the, no oh. young. I think lead. I think it's called young globalist leaders. I'll get the name of it. And but Crenshaw's in thing. there. Crenshaw's in there. But I, oh. my antenna goes up certain people. Guess what? My antenna's been up for Tulsi Gabbard for years. I know I you've said that. Don't tell me she's in there. She's in there. Oh no, and no, no! I didn't need to know that she was Come in there on. because. You just had to use reason. Reason says she would never have been put into the Democrat Party with some of the things that she says. No, it's She's true. A good, good speaker like Obama, yeah. convincing you that they're reasonable when they're not. Oh, so, you, you have disappointed me, Kim. Well, now let me relate it back to Themis. She's good, good speaker. She says what all the conservatives, Republicans, and aware people want to hear. She says it. So my idea of politicians is, one, you, you would have to give them an audit every year. Two, you'd have to give them uh, time, time down to a lie detector test while giving them sodium pentothal, right? So, Dennis, I will consider her, one, uh, if she takes a two pledges. One, she cannot take money from George Soros like Blumenthal and Murphy did. Okay. George, and two... Uh, she will never vote on anything that will enrich her, like on the energy, any committee. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I got a third one, though. I mean, term limits. All my candidates have to agree with term limits. Term limits. And, the, and, and I don't want to hear, once you got in office, oh, I thought about it and something came up. <laughs> right, do it right. No, you know and why, you know why Themis is, is the, the person? Because it's anybody but Richard Blumenthal. Honestly, at this point, we just got to get Blumenthal the heck out of there. Well, Blumenthal, it should be easy for her to win if she wants to win. All she has to say is, remember Vietnam. Yeah, well, that, that, a lot has, of people do. Well, the, the one the story that's not really getting picked up is her. his family is making money on the tragedy of Sandy Hook. Yeah. The law firm that her, his, uh, his son is employed in yeah. sues everybody that mentions anything about Sandy Hook. So really? they're making millions of dollars, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the Blumenthal Blumenthal family is making that money. Wow. So if she agrees to never making money off of energy and never profiting and an audit every year so mm-hmm. that we don't know she all of a sudden owns lots and lots of stock in energy companies and then she knows ahead of time yeah. and makes and, and places bets on it. Right. Um, that's one thing. If she agrees never to take money from Soros. From Soros and all the other offshoots of sorrows no we don't even, i mean you say that but how do we even know sometimes who they are i mean i i'm shocked that crenshaw's on the 
the young globalist Republican leader uh, leader list. I, I can't believe, you know, I mean, I believe it because you tell me, but I'm so disappointed yeah. to hear that. Kim, listen, I got a lot of calls. I'm going to let you go. I'll talk Bye. to Themis about that. Thank you very much for calling. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, Rudy in Florida. Rudy, welcome to the show. No, Matt. Rudy, are you there? I'm here. All right. So you you just heard her. You you were the first person that I know of in the state of Connecticut to call for Themis to run for Senate. You must be very happy with that. Uh, yeah, I am, and I'm not picking on the last caller, but I agree, and everyone needs to hear this. You got to get Blumenthal out of office. Yeah, whatever it takes. I don't care. I'm going to borrow from Trump. I don't care if Themis shot someone in the middle of midtown Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think Trump shot. To use a Trumpism, Trump. yeah. yeah. Trump said if I kill no, someone. Well, the good news is Trumpus, uh, Themis, will be a good, Trumpus, Themis will be a good candidate. That's the good news. It's not like we're voting for you know a second rater. Themis will be a great senator. You don't have to worry about it. And, and, and yeah, and the bonus is we get Richard the heck out of there. And it's funny because yesterday let's send Tom's Dick show, packing. Yesterday at Tom's show, I was like, "If you're voting on the left and you're not voting for someone on the right, you're voting against family values, religion." Right, right. You can't you can't be a purist here. You've got to be pragmatic when it comes to this vote because what, de- what the damage that Bloomdale can cause is 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 horrendous. The damage. I mean, he's a piece of garbage. He hasn't even what. Name one bill he's introduced and passed that helped this country. I I, I can't. I mean, I have to do some research. But... Has not had representation no. in the federal government by the socialist, progressive. The whole that's why I say it'd be so exciting. How exciting would it be to have a, a Republican, a Connecticut Republican senator, and uh, George Logan in the fifth district as a as a congressman? I mean, that would be let's, huge. Well, let's play the the Democrat Party racist gender card. Yeah. The first, the first female senator yeah. from the state of Connecticut. Connecticut, yes, yes. And then if we could get like someone like Candace Owens to run, oh, the first black female senator. Oh, Themis <laughs> and Themis and Candace. There's a there's a tag team, right? Get rid of Blumenthal. Get Murphy the heck out of there. Rudy, I'm gonna let you go. Got a lot of calls. Thank you so much it, for calling. Be awesome though. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, we're gonna uh, let's see. We're gonna uh, you want you want to take another call or take a break, uh, Matt? What do you think we can do? Try. It. All right, let's take a quick break, Tim. Hang in there. I see you. Uh, take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll set up for the between rounds bagel. Last call of the day. Last call of the week. Oh my gosh! Wonderful. WTIC News Talk 1080. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back, 1050. So we're going to set up now for the last call of the week, which is the last call of the day, sponsored by Between Round Bagel Deli, Bakery, Manchester, South, Windsor, Vernon, and Tallinn. we got a great audience in Tallinn. We know we have many listeners in Tallinn. If you're the last call of the day, I'm waiting to see the phone light up with Tallinn callers uh, from Tallinn. Uh, if you're the last call of the day, you get a dozen bagels free once a month for six months. So... I mean, in, in, with that kind of a spread, Manchester, South Windsor, Vernon, and Tallinn, uh, you can you can get to one pretty readily. So um, 
That's going to be the last call of the day. We'll set that up in just a moment. Uh, I want to, before it's over, I want to make my prediction, my Super Bowl prediction. I have told Matt. He's written it down. He's put it in a hermetically sealed envelope. But now, no reason for that because I'm going to say it publicly. So I'm picking the Rams. Big surprise. I've been a lifelong Ram fan. Uh, I'm picking the Rams, and I'm I'm saying I'm gonna I'm gonna p- pass the spread. I'm going Rams in four, Rams by four, and my MVP, my MVP I found out is the same as Matt's pick, Cooper Cup. I mean the Cup, the Coop. I mean he's been great. He's been great. He's not that big, but he's fast. He's smart. Matt said his vision is terrific. So that's my MVP choice. Cooper Cup, Rams by four. That's the Super Bowl pick. All right, let's go to uh, Tim and Hamden. Hello, Tim. You have to help me out, Matt. All right, there Tim, are you there? Good morning. Sorry um, about the earlier uh, no, uh, snafu, okay. but we're having problems here today. Okay, I will definitely take the Bengals. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Okay, you know, uh, don't bet against uh, Burroughs. He's a real oh rising. great. Oh. I mean, it's a great team, and Burroughs is a great quarterback for sure. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. A couple of things, real quick. Yeah. Uh, you know, unfortunately, Kim was talking about uh, suing Alex Jones and the the bizarre. You she know, didn't mention Alex Jones. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, she was talking about. Yeah, she was talking about that thing. In, in, uh, suing, you know, the the crazy guy who said Sandy Hook never. She's talking about suing people who mentioned Sandy Hook and stuff. So we got millions of dollars. Alex Jones has made millions of millions of more on selling supplements and everything. Uh, you preach it acquired, Tim, because you know I'm not an Alex Jones fan. So I know I, I wanted to talk about really, you know, the bizarre situation with the, with the truckers. And everything, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, they've been up there in Ottawa, uh, you know, for several weeks. Uh, a lot of businesses uh, destroyed uh, and everything. You can't do that because everything. No, no, shut no, no, down. no. no. We'll stop. Are, are, Not destroyed by the truckers because even even Trudeau has said the truckers have been peaceful. There's been no violence. There's been uh, no burning. There's been no damaging. Now no, you want to no, talk about no, business no, I, business implications? I, okay. But business, let's be clear. Impl- business implications okay. where people are not going to go and, you know, throw to a restaurant, to yeah. a business that's being blocked out. They've been blockading Montana, blockading uh, the uh, Detroit Bridge. Now they're talking about blocking the Super Bowl. Good luck on that. Well, don't those truckers have the same right to peacefully protest that, that oh, I don't know, let's say a group like uh, BLM? I mean, you know, well, not, no one's died. No one's no, no property's being destroyed. I mean, what's the difference with them tr- blocking so a bridge? What I, you know, what I'm what I'm saying is, if they interrupt, you know, people who have spent thousands of dollars on the Super Bowl, oh, I get now it. they're yeah. talking about going to the U.S. Capitol and major cities. So, suppose that they block 84 yeah. and uh, 91 here yeah. in Hartford. Yeah. yeah. How long do you think that that would last? People not being able to get to hospitals. Other things. If they go to the U.S. Capitol, yeah, they're going to get uh, quickly, quickly arrested. It will be a national, you know, uh, threat to security, and they will, you know, maybe so, maybe back, so. They, they haven't off. done it yet, so let's wait and see. But apparently, Canada's of, getting the message because four provinces have already dropped the ma- the the man the uh, the the mandate. Ninety percent of the truckers, you know, everything are vaccinated and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But if they start doing that here in this country, yeah. There'll be some severe 
yeah. consequences, especially you know at the right. after January sixth. Mm-hmm. There's no mm-hmm. way that you well, know. Don't, that please don't tie. That. Please don't tie January sixth to the truckers. I mean, there's no, no there's no, no evidence. There's they, no proof. That, aid, no, I'm just know. saying it hasn't happened yet. So I, I don't want to yeah, speculate. Gonna, hasn't happened yeah. yet. But Tim, thank okay. you, thank you uh, for bye your bye. call. Thanks for calling back. I do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see here. Okay, that let's go to uh, let's see. We got some open phone lines before we start for last call day. Eight hundred nine six six nine eight four two eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Love to get the phone lines filled up before we go to the last call of the day. Lines are ringing. Okay, Matt's gonna help get those calls for you, and then we will. Uh, let's go to uh, Lucas, Matt in in Griswold. Hi, Lucas. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me on. How are you doing today? Doing well. What's what's on your mind? Well, I am a high schooler, and I really want to talk about the bill that just went through the Connecticut House of Representatives. Okay. That basically affirms that Lamont lied about dropping the mask mandate on the <laughs> Yeah. That you was, you that picked was, up on that, huh, Lucas? Absolutely. In fact, I actually, I don't know if you saw the news about the, the quote-unquote anti-mask rally that was up at the Capitol on the 9th. Yeah. But, um... Myself and about eight other students got up there, and before the rally, yeah. we got up there and had our own little separate press conference to basically beg the legislature to drop the mask mandate as soon as possible. Yeah. All of these students that were there had stories about how that had killed their, their mental health. You know, we had students who had uh, an IEP and a speech impediment. Yes. She went through a mask drop below her nose, and her school immediately went to suspension, right, for this girl. They didn't go through and bring in her IEP team or anything like no. that. They, they went suspended a special education student right off the bat. Wow. Who has a medical mask exemption, and she had a security guard. Because she had this medical mask exemption, her school told her it would be honored, went in without a mask. The security guard in her school brought her outside, cornered her, and basically started screaming at her about how she was going to murder her family. Because she didn't want to wear a mask. Yeah, this is just, this is insane. This is this is not how to handle things. Let me ask you a question, Lucas. When when do you think, or what will it take to finally put this thing to rest for good? I think it's, it's going to end when people start just saying no. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think the thing is, for two years, people have been emailing, calling, writing, meeting, all sorts of stuff. And, you know, we're going to, I've got some kids, and we're going to get together in the state of Connecticut and I think if, if, and I'm sorry to kind of get off the question, but if yeah. you have students listening, they need to write to their legislators, yes. their senators right now, and beg them not to vote yes on this bill in the Senate on Monday. But the thing is, depending on how this Monday vote goes, I think this is going to be the last straw, and kids are just going to have to say enough is enough, and we're going to go back to school normally. I hope so, Lucas. We need more. We need more students like you speaking out. It's an honor to have you on the program. Thank you so much for calling and keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. All right, we're going to set up now last call of the day, courtesy of Between Rounds, Bagel Deli Bakery, Manchester, South Windsor, Vernon, and Tallinn. The last call of the day is going to be from New Britain. And Ellen, Ellen, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, I just wanted to add one thing to the man who was commenting about the truckers. Yes. Until we are willing to put up with a short term inconvenience. Yes. We are going to be at risk for a far greater problem. People are just too darn comfortable. Deal with it for a week or two weeks or three weeks for the sake of the freedom of our country. Yes. 
Yes, I, I couldn't agree more, Ellen. And I think that's a you're seeing that rise up among people in their hearts all over the country. We, we've got to take control of this country. We need to take this country back because we have gone through an enormous, horribly difficult time, and our government is not sensitive at all to it. And and we need to we need to be the people. We the people need to lead, the, and that's the way the founders intended. Ellen, I got to put you on hold. Matt's going to take your address. We're going to mail you a gift certificate for our last call of the day for Between Rounds Bagel. Thank you so much for calling, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Take it away, Matt. Uh, okay, guys, that's it. I'm out of time. Oh, my gosh, the week is over. Thank you so much. Uh, Themis, thanks for calling in. All the folks that were calling that you're on hold, we couldn't get you. I'm sorry. We just had a meltdown with our phone system today. We'll have it fixed. Everything will be great. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Rams by four. God bless you guys. I love you. Have a great weekend. See you Monday morning at 9 o'clock. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 